Hi, welcome to the podcast. I am Joe Posnanski, and with me is Michael Shore. Michael, welcome. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. All right, I have a, I have a quick comedy question for you. Just hey, like a, it's, a, it's like a, you know, it's a basic comedy question. So I am recording this from a hotel room in New York City, and uh, before I did this 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 podcast, uh, I went and put like the little no disturb sign on the door, right? Do not disturb. Put yeah. that on the door, sure. As you all know, being a world traveler as you are, they never, they don't use do not disturb anymore. Like like the really trendy hotels, the cool hotels. They don't use that basic do not disturb, even though that seemed to be a very effective thing. They don't use that anymore. They always like seem to have some sort of quirky, like, oh, having great dreams or, right. you know, something, something like that. All right, so this one... Uh, it, it, it just says, okay, it's like a long thing, and all it says on it is, forget about it. Okay? <laughs> now, you tell me, as, as a, what, what is happening there comedically? Uh, I mean, forget about it in the kind of, like, Sopranos-y, like, uh, you know, gangster <laughs> thing is, like, one of the, considered to be one of the, like, hackiest <laughs> jokes you can make. Like, I, and not, not kidding. It's like a, it's a, it's like a thing that comedy writers used to represent like the lamest most like tired old crummy kind of like funny joke that anyone could possibly make so i would i would personally were i like a management consultant who was assigned to that hotel whatever hotel it is i would strongly advise them against forget about it as the <laughs> thing put on their placards that was my thought that was my thought i mean and not being a comedy professional i still I saw that and I thought they were in a meeting and somebody said, you know, instead of do not disturb, we go with forget about it. And the, everybody in the meeting went, yeah, let's do it. That's yeah, good. That's, good. That's yeah. good. That's funny. It's funny. It's kind of it's it's it's, you know, it's cutting edge. I, I just don't understand how these decisions get made. All right. Let's talk about our um, sponsor, uh, Indochino. Uh, fine. Clothing, custom clothing. I'm going to read this again, and you're not going to interrupt me, and and, and we're just going to get through this. Uh, our sponsor is Indochino, one of the largest custom menswear lines. It specializes in custom suits and shirts, making it easy for men to get great-fitting, high-quality suits and shirts at an incredible price. Here's how it works. You visit Indochino.com or drop by one of their nine North American showrooms. No idea where they are. They're just in North America somewhere. Pick your customizations, everything from fabrics to lapels to pleats. Submit your measurements, which apparently Michael found out last time. Uh, there is a video on Indochino.com to tell you how to get your measurements. Uh, and in four weeks, you'll have a fantastic custom suit. Every Indochino purchase is backed by a fit promise. Here's the best part for podcast listeners. You get any premium Indochino suit, any one, for just $3.89 at Indochino.com when you enter Podcast P O S C A S T at the checkout. That's fifty percent off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Heck of a deal! Three hundred eighty-nine dollars for a suit. At, I think that's a good deal. Uh, they got some great holiday deals as well. Plus, shipping is free. So enter the, the code Podcast P O S C A S T at checkout and get half off a premium suit. Now, now, how was that? Was that professional that was or great. what? That was great. I, I, I'm on their website now, and I just have one <laughs> note to add. It's that they have nine North American showrooms, but it looks like all nine of them are in the far northwest corner of the Yukon territories. <laughs> so that seems inconvenient to me. 
<laughs> that's not true. Oh, no, you're right. I'm sorry. I misread it. Yes, that's not true. That's <laughs> All right, I'm going to give them to you now because they already said it. So, okay, so there's one in New York, Philadelphia, Boston, Toronto, two in Toronto. Mm. There's one in Mississauga. Huh. Where's Mississauga? Is it in the northwest corner of the Yukon Territories? <laughs> Vancouver, Beverly Hills, right around the corner from where you live, San right. Francisco, and Ottawa. All right. There you go. So it's a big Canadian thing, which is good. Like they're, they're, favoring the, the, they're favoring the northern part of North America, really. There's not a lot in – there's not one down in Houston or in the Netherlands well, or anything. Well, much in the same way that you don't have the uh, – you know, the, the, the forget about it, people get it wrong. These people got it right. They didn't, they, they didn't say, hey, like most of our stuff's in Canada. They just put it all in North America. I think that's, oh, that's – Okay, so Mississauga is in Ontario, it looks like. It is only 32 minutes from Toronto, so there's really like three stores in Toronto. Is this a, is this a secret Canadian company? Is this the Canadians <laughs> trying to infiltrate our nation's sovereign custom suit-making industry? Is that what's going on here? I, I, I would suspect yes is the answer to that question. Isn't so that, that just like those sneaky Canadians? You know, <laughs> America has this wonderful, booming online custom suit-making industry and here come those sneaky Canadians trying to get in on the action. One of the things you'll find on EnormousUnit.com, by the way, is on the bottom, if you, if you scroll down just a little bit, uh, you can go to a picture that they call the blues, right? Where you have, they're all wearing blue suits, okay? So they hmm. call it the blues, which, you know, I like it. You're going with the blues. Sure. And these four guys are like on a fire escape. Yeah. Okay? And Probably somewhere like, in Toronto or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they're standing on stairs kind of looking out at us, right? Well, two look like they're walking down the stairs, and then the other two seem to be just kind of at the bottom, just chilling at the bottom of fire escapes, as Canadians so often do. And my question is, when when is this going to happen? You mean, what is the natural scenario <laughs> where four men in custom-made blue suits stand on a fire escape and stare at you? Exactly, exactly. When is that happening in real life? I don't know. The guy on the left is holding his arms a little awkwardly, isn't he? He's sort of like his arms are sort of bowed out a little bit. <laughs> and he looks like um like someone like shocked a mannequin with a bolt of lightning and it came to life. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you something about that guy. He's a good looking man. All four of these people these are good looking people. Are, are all good looking dudes on this website, man. If you wanna be if you wanna feel like a good looking dude. Get yourself an Indochino.com suit and stand on a fire escape deep in, in Edmonton. <laughs> what's, what's behind them, by the way? Are they, like, outside some sort of drug deal? Like, what, there's, like, a little garage door. My guess, is, my guess is they are somewhere within one, let's call it a kilometer since it's Canada, <laughs> one kilometer of one of the many thousands of secret Canadian Indochino.com showrooms that are that have cropped up across the nation of Canada. That, and they just went out into an alley and shot this. That's my guess. All right, that could be. And the guy said, but the, but the guy didn't say, like, just, okay, just stand, you know, just stand naturally. They're like, let's, we have the fire escape, let's use it. That's really what they decided to choose. Yeah, for. well, I, I don't mind it. it com- compositionally, for a, a photograph, it's not, it's not, it's pretty well composed, I would say. Like, it's, you know, it's like kind of got an interest. There's bricks and kind of interesting terrain, and there's four handsome gentlemen staring at me. I don't mind it. I think it's all right. I'm going to say go. Good work to whoever shot the the Canadian fire escape uh, blue suit thing for the website. 
<laughs> now, if you think our Indochino discussion is stupid, just wait for this draft. Because yeah. unlike every other draft where we do almost no research, um, this one we did none. Literally none. We decided five minutes before we did this That's what right. our draft was going to be. Uh, because we can, frankly. That's it. And so we are drafting um, money. Yeah. Right? That's what, That's it. The, 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 yeah. I don't even know that we even said anything more than that. We're drafting money. That's that's the whole point. Um, and you have the first pick. I don't even know where to go with this, but uh, you have I the really? first pick. All right. Uh, we're, we're, uh, I'm assuming, I assumed you might not have. I'm assuming this is U.S. currency. That we're it drafting. is U.S. I, I'm going to go with U.S. currency, sure. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. I'll take the 20. I'll take the $20 bill as my first pick. It's okay. It's a little boring, frankly. It's not a, there's not a lot of like interesting stuff about the 20. I find it to be in daily life the most sort of useful bill. Yes. It, it pretty much will cover most of the things that you need to buy. Like if you go to Rite Aid or something and you need to get some shampoo, if you have a 20, you're like, that's enough. Like I've got enough to get the shampoo. Um, the big problem with the 20 to me is that the man on the 20 yes, is a horrible man. And, <laughs> and the fact that Andrew Jackson has remained on the 20 for all these years, despite being a terrible person, uh, like a sort of a homicidal maniac, uh, is embarrassing uh, to the country. He's good looking dude. Sure. But uh, he looks like he could be in an Indochino. <laughs> Thinking if you could if you could just bring the ten dollar bill down, he'd be in a blue Indochino suit. <laughs> but uh, but you know it, it's 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 the most useful bill. I find that it, it for most scenarios that you find yourself in in daily life, if you need to buy something, the twenty is the twenty is your guy. I I you know what? <laughs> Considering that we did no research on this at all, that was my number one pick. I, I think there there are a couple of reasons why. One. Is because it has the White House in the back, which I think is cool. You know, and it's like you know, it's and and by the way, Andrew Jackson's getting he's he's getting booted, right? He's getting booted, yeah, which is cool. And the first woman on 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 a on a bill, so so that's super duper cool. Uh, But the second thing is sort of what you're saying about like twenty covering it. If you look in your wallet, because you know who who carries cash these days, right? I mean, it's like. I used to think like there was a limit. Like I would never buy like something for ninety nine cents with a credit card now. You know? But now that's without hesitation. I'm using a credit card for everything. It's just not. So I never carry around cash. But sometimes you need it. If I look in my wallet and there's one bill, I want it to be a twenty. If it's a twenty, I'll be fine. Like yeah. twenty will get me through the day. That's that's all I need. It's a twenty is like oh that's perfect. Whenever my girls like need to go somewhere, like hey we're going out to dinner. Can I have a 20? 20 like covers what you need and it is the it is the most comfortable bill. Like that's the one you want to see in your wallet. So I'm totally with you on the 20 being the best bill despite uh, Andrew Jackson being on it. Yeah. All right. So with my first pick, I'm going to go a little bit you know, it's it's not a it's not a great bill, but I'm going to go with it because of because of the man on it. I'm going to go with the 5 uh, dollar bill. Uh, it is boring, and it's not enough. Like, if you look in your wallet and see a $5 bill, you're like, all right, well, I'm, I'm totally toast here. Um, but there are two things about it. One, it has, it has Abraham Lincoln on it. Uh, and, and I think Abraham Lincoln was our greatest president. 
super duper cool guy that that is still very very important today people still arguing about him we don't need to talk about how awesome lincoln is but lincoln is awesome uh so that's one the second thing is if you're looking through your your wallet you're like scrounging and you like have a few bills and they're ones and you're like kind of going through the ones and you come across a five that's awesome like that five just totally boosted your net worth, like right there with just one bill. <laughs> so, so I'm totally a fan of that feeling of the five. It's not, it's not the twenty. It's not, um, but it's a good bill. So I'm going with the uh, five dollar bill. Yeah, it's not bad. The other thing about a five is that if you're in like a tipping situation, yes. like with a bellman in a hotel or with a valet, if you give that person a five, it's like a, it's like a good tip. That's you know, right. it's like a, it's like a, it's like a step above like three crummy folded ones. Um, and it, it's, it's efficient. It's a, for, for, for small purchases, when you want to be generous, it's efficient. It's also nice to get like a cup of coffee, like a latte or something that's like $3 and 10 cents. And then just give the person the five and say, keep the change because keep you don't, change. you don't want like, you're going to tip them a buck and you don't want 90 cents or whatever. So yeah, no, it's a good choice. I mean, look, there's no losers in this draft. <laughs> Uh, all right, for my second pick, I'm going to do something a little crazy, and it's a little bit of a reach, but I'm going with the 100. Yeah. Uh, the 100 is, I mean, obviously, like, 100s are rare. When you see them in the wild, it's very exciting. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, it also has, it has Ben Franklin on it, which is cool. Like, he's not That's a really president. Cool. He wasn't a president. It's like a cool choice uh, for, the, for, for the person on the money. It's like, a, this was an important figure in our country, but he, it's not a president. It's like a little more interesting than a president. He was like a public intellectual. That's cool. I think the new hundreds, the ones that are like have weird blue stripes down the middle and all this weird color on them look really cool. But really when you see it, it's just like, it feels like something interesting is happening. Like, like, Oh, a hundred dollar bill, something very interesting. You're in an interesting scenario. If someone is using a hundred dollar bill and I also, it has independence hall on the back, which I think is also cool. Um, I don't know. It, it's a, it's like a, it makes you, it makes you, it, it's the only bill that can kind of excite you. It feels like, Whoa, <laughs> man, oh, it's a hundred. Like I, my son saw a hundred dollar bill for the first time fairly recently. And like, he lost his mind. Like he was like, this is, this is a hundred dollars. Like that's amazing. A hundred dollars. It's also, by the way, obviously the largest bill that's in common circulation, which has its own merits too so yeah that's my second pick yeah you know what it's it's a great pick there are no losers here there's no losers that's a great pick uh there, there are two things about the hundred that, that strike me one is i do like the fact that in sort of i don't think it's current but at least for a period of time it was like they were just called benjamins like i, I think that was like that's kind of cool i just think that they were called benjamins because of of ben franklin who is like Super fascinating and 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 controversial and and awesome. And he got the hundred dollar bill without being a president, which is really great. Yep. Second thing about the hundred is, if there's like only certain places where you go where you can even get a hundred, like right. you can't break a hundred anywhere. Like hundreds in your wallet are almost useless in the sense of like daily life. Like you go into a restaurant and and like order a burger you can't give them a hundred like they were like they, they won't even take it that dollar that hundred dollar bill is like worth zero to them because they won't even take it because they won't break a hundred so so that's it but when you go to las vegas like the hundred rules like the hundred like you go to an atm in las vegas and go hey i want a hundred dollars 
it'll give you one bill. That's it. They're like, yeah. you're in Vegas. You have to walk around with this $100 bill. So the only time I ever actually have $100 bills in my wallet, and I'm thinking of this now because I literally just got back from Las Vegas, um, I've got a $100 bill in my wallet. And it's like, I don't even know when I'll use that, when I'll get rid of it. Like, will I go to the bank and deposit it? Like, I don't even know what to do with it. But there's like a cool Vegas vibe about the 100 also. So $100 bill, good choice. Um, you know, I'm, I don't really like this bill that much. And obviously, we're, we're not even close to coin territory in my view. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with the 10. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's Hamilton. I mean, that's my, my, whole, my whole existence essentially builds around Hamilton at this point. Uh, both of my daughters are, are you know, my, I think it's fairly well known among podcast listeners that my oldest daughter has been infatuated with Hamilton for years. I took her to see Hamilton, spent many, many, many $10 bills to do it. Uh, it was the experience of a lifetime. Uh, love Hamilton. So, so that's really cool. Uh, adds a whole bonus thing to it. Um, I like that it has the U.S. Treasury on the back, so it sort of relates directly to Hamilton. I think that's kind of cool. It's also pompous, though, if you think about it. Like, like not only do we make the bills, but we put our own picture on the back. Like, that seems seems unnecessary to me. Um, not that the Treasury makes the bills, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I'm not a huge uh, fan of it, but I think we're already in reach territory. We're only in the second round, so uh, I'm going to go with the 10. It's a, uh, the 10 is kind of underrated. Okay. I think. Uh, like the 20 gets the 20 is the like utilitarian right. like everyday bill for your daily needs and like ones and fives are like for small things. The 10 is kind of underrated, I think. I feel like it's a cool like if you like a $10 bill is like a it's like an it's the most interesting of the bills you normally have, right? Of the ones, fives, tens and 20s. 10 is the most interesting one of those, I would say. I kind of think it's underrated. I like, I like the 10. I'm happy when I have a 10. I'd rather have a 10 than two fives. I'll say that. Okay, I, see, I can see that. that I, I would agree with that. I'd rather have a 10 than two fives. The other thing about the 10 is if you give somebody, see, like if you give somebody a 20 for a tip, which I, you know, I don't do, but if you give somebody a 20, it's basically you're just like, you're trying to be Frank Sinatra, right? I mean, you're just like you're just over tipping the guy for just bringing your bag over, you know. But if you give the guy a ten, it could be Christmas. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like that's like there there is a cool ten dollar tip type of thing situation where you you are basically saying, you know, I so appreciate what you have done for me. Uh, this is even more than a five. You know, this is like a, I'm giving you a ten. Uh, I like that. So the ten the ten definitely has some worth. I think the big issue with the ten is. I'd rather have one twenty than two tens. I, I to me, I don't know about issue. that. I don't know. I that would that's a close call for me. I I might rather have uh, I might rather have two tens. All right. <laughs> All right. So basically, now to avoid coins, which are obviously a blight on human society, <laughs> uh, I'm down to like the fifty or the one, or I suppose the two. You can I'm go with go the like, two. Yeah, I think you can go with the two. It exists. I mean. I think the two is on the board. I don't know if anyone's going to draft it, but the two is on the board. Uh, I'll go with the 50 uh, purely for like novelty's sake. Uh, you know, it also, it has another uh, old timey war hero in on it, which is Grant. Grant uh, Grant's attitude towards war was we have more guys than you. So we're going to slowly march them towards you and you'll kill a bunch of our guys, but we'll kill a bunch of your guys and we have more guys. So we'll win. 
it wasn't the most brilliant strategy ever invented for winning a war, but you but know, it was effective. He won. Yeah, he he ended up winning. Uh, so I don't love the guy who's on it, um, but it, this is a purely a novelty play. Like a fifty dollar bill is weirder than seeing a hundred dollar bill. I would say. I oh, I yeah, don't I remember the last I time I've seen him. And and there's and there's really no use for a fifty dollar bill. I mean, there's no scenario where you're buying something in cash and think to yourself, oh, I wish I had a 50. It's just so, it's so absurd. <laughs> but I, I really dislike the $1 bill, so I'll, I'll go with the 50 just for a pure novelty sake. Yeah, I, I think that your point about it being the weirdest of all the bills, I th- you will see 100. Like 100 will pop up. Like, like I say, it's like a Vegas play, and it's yeah. also like, you know, it'll just pop up. Every now and again, you'll see 100. You know, you know what? A $100 bill is a possibility for like, Something that you would get from your grandmother on like a really important birthday, like your 16th birthday or 18th. You know what I mean? You might you might get a hundred dollars, but you're not going to get a fifty, and you're not going to no. get two fifties for sure. So fifty is totally yeah. That is that is definitely seeing uh, you know seeing something that you that you very rarely see. Um, it's just there's no there's really no need for the fifty, just none. You know. Um, but I have to agree with you. So far, I have to admit, every single pick you've made is exactly the order I would have made. This one is really weird. It really is. It's really weird. It's exactly, I mean, every one that you've done, it's exactly how I would have done it. Um, and I'm going to take the one because, and I don't like it either. I don't like the one. I'm not going to even defend the one. Other than it has George Washington on the, on the, on the front, which is very, very cool. Um, and the one is... Look, it's you need it. You need it to be there. I mean, there are stuff that that costs less than a dollar, and you have to pay. You'd rather just give them a dollar than give them like you know a five and end up with more one dollar bills. They multiply, um, and yet you never seem richer. That seems to me the the most frustrating part of the one dollar bill. It's like the more one dollar bills you have, the less money you have, because. Basically, yeah. what you've done is you've used every one of your good bills, and now you're just down to like a bunch of dirty, gross $1. I hate them. I hate the $1 bill. Still better than any coin. It does have George Washington on the cover. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's, 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 I, it used to, you know, I don't want to sound super old, um, but the $1 bill, you used to be able to buy something with the $1 bill. I mean, I, not, cool, not a lot of good stuff, but like a candy bar. Like you buy a candy bar for a $1 bill. You know, yeah. and now I'm not sure you can. I mean, like, aren't they usually like 96 cents or something? Like, they're just a touch over a dollar. Is there anything worse than getting a dollar one, like, for whatever, like a stick of gum, chewing gum or something, you know, baseball cards, or whether baseball cards are like five bucks, but something yeah. where it's like a dollar two or a dollar one, like, ugh, the worst. When I was a kid, a dollar, a dollar bill meant two packs of baseball cards. Like, you yeah. could get packs of baseball cards they were like 43 cents at the at the place near my house i and like the little the little three packer ones like the, the clear ones where you had three and that was usually yeah. like 79 cents yeah like, i they were a little more expensive around I, I don't think you could get one of those for a buck when i was a kid i think they were like a dollar 19 but to me a dollar meant two packs of tops baseball cards it meant 30 more baseball cards for me now it, I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so it's, could, it's, you buy, could you buy one baseball card with a dollar? Yeah, you could buy one card. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I don't think what you card buy. It is. But I mean, the, to me, the value of the one dollar bill is it, it, it's so common 
Um, but it's also the most kind of ornate, like it has the most, it's like in a, in like a national treasure movie kind of a way, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's cool that way. And see, like there's the weird Illuminati pyramid with the eyeball and the, <laughs> and the eagle holding the, you know, 13 arrows or whatever it is. And the fig branch with 13 leaves or like, there's, there's a lot of stuff you can kind of stare at on it. Um, that doesn't make it good. It just is, it's a little more kind of like. Because it's like the kind of baseline standard, here's one unit of our currency, it has a lot of stuff going on, which is kind of fun. But yeah, it's, it's not great. And it, it's also always disappointing when you find like a little wad of cash in, in your jeans or something. And you're like, woo! And then you, it's like, you know, seven $1 <laughs> bills. And pointless. Um, all right. Well, for my fourth pick, I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to take the two dollar bill, and I'm not going to go back and take some old bill that's like out of circulation. I kind of think that's cheating. I'll go with the only good coin, which is the quarter. Yeah, uh, this is we're just like we didn't do any preparation, and you exactly have my my thing exactly. <laughs> That might mean that this was a bad draft topic. Because no, that's, that's, it makes it the best because it's the most meaningless. That's what makes it the best. <laughs> a quarter is like, talk about like what can you buy. I mean, there's, there's basically quarters are useful for parking meters. And they're getting less and less useful because now you can use your credit card. And a lot of them, at least in L.A., you can. But a quarter is at least like, it's at least something. I mean, pennies, nickels, and dimes are nothing. There is no reason. For, for these things to exist anymore. I And I, I don't like the kind of oversized 50-cent pieces. I don't love dollar coins. So the quarter is kind of the only... It's like the only unit of coin currency that has any real meaning. The size of it is pretty good. The like the, When you reach into your pocket and you feel a quarter, you know it's a quarter. Um, I don't know. Quarter is my fourth pick. Yeah, and look, it's the best coin. It's the best coin. And, and look, there's a lot of things that have gone against the dollar, against the quarter, that it's not the quarter's fault. Like, you used to be able to put a quarter into those machines, you know, and turn the knob and get, like, a like a bubble of, like, with a little football helmet in it or, or like, something. Like, as a kid, it was kind of cool. You could say to your dad, hey, can I have a quarter so I can buy this thing that has, like, this everlasting gobstopper in it or, you know, some giant gumball or, or, or some toy, you know, little tiny cheapy toy or whatever. But now, like, what really stinks is, like, those machines, are they're not one quarter anymore. Like, they had to rebuild those machines so that they're, like, two quarters or four quarters, you know? Like, yeah. with the, And who has four quarters with them ever? Like, ever? Just not, yeah. you know. Yeah, so anyway, I'm not going to, again, we don't want to sound like the old days. But you used to be able to put quarters. They worked. You put them in, you got a paper. You put them in, you got a toy, a uh, little thing. They're kind of worthless now, but it's not the quarter's fault. It's still, by far... The best coin. I mean, that's I also not- like the. I I kind of like the the every state gets a quarter thing yes. that happened. That was yes. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, and the weight of the quarter is good. It's the right size. Everything about the quarter itself is very very good. It's just only yeah. worth twenty five cents. That's really its problem. Um, I I so hate the coins that are on the board uh, that I am going to go with one of those sort of find in the wild uh, Dwight Eisenhower dollar bills. The dollar coins, rather. Um, they're completely stupid, right? They're worthless. and They're not worthless. They're worth a dollar. But they're pointless and, and no reason to have them and, and all of that. But yet there is something kind of cool 
about running across them. Usually, like at Christmas time or something, somebody will you'll somehow end up with one. That's another thing that that your grandmother might give you. Like, oh, you know, you see you. Oh, here, here's a dollar, a coin. I don't even know how they find them. Like, I really don't even know. Like, can you go to the bank and like get dollar coins? Like, is that no? A- when I no, the only times I've gotten them are at certain vending machines, like or like a subway token machines like in new york sometimes you put in like a 20 dollar bill sometimes they'll dispense dollar coins as your change and wow. your first thought is like "Ooh," and then your second thought is <laughs> yeah i mean you know look it's 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 no good they're they're no good and they're not any point in them but for the you know there is some i think you know again going back to the kid thing when when my girls see a dollar coin, they're like, "Oh, you know, that's cool. That's that that's a coin that's worth a dollar. That's really cool." Uh, it, it's nothing more than that. That's pretty much the end of it. But it, you know, it, you still see them. They're still around, and and they, you know, there was a time I think that they really thought they were going to get rid of the dollar uh, bill, and yeah. and it was going to be the dollar coin, right? They really thought that was going to happen. Um, no, that's not happening. It's, it's, it's bad. The dollar bill is bad enough, but nobody's going to walk around with a pocket full of like nine, you know, dollar. You know, they, they forget it. They, no way. Yeah, so, they're, too, uh, they're too heavy. They clink too much. And I mean, yeah. look, I, we we were being facetious when we said there's no losers in this draft. Obviously, everything after <laughs> the bill is a loser pick. But that's uh, that's the best pick of the remaining choices. All uh, right, you got a fifth pick. Yeah, I know. I'm forced to make a pick now. Uh, I, I guess I'll go with the dime. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's we have like, now done it perfectly. It's yeah. literally exactly how my list is written. Yeah, I mean, it, it to me, it's like I admire the dime is worthless, obviously, but <laughs> it's I what I admire about it is it's worth more than the penny and the nickel, and it's smaller than both. Yes. Of them. Yeah, that's, that's what you got to admire. It's like the dime is like. The Jose Altuve of coins. That's absolutely what I was going to say. It's the Jose Altuve of coins. It's smaller than the other guys, and it's worth more. Um, and there, there's no like, there's there's no use for it. There's really no use for it. I mean, what's the last time you were like, oh, I, I'm happy right now, in the midst of this transaction I'm making in this uh, store because I have a dime. Like, I mean, it's it's utterly pointless and. Now, basically, all coins are good for, especially pennies, nickels, and dimes, are tossing them into tip jars, like when you buy <laughs> coffee, right? That's that's literally what we do with them. I, they're not—you don't need them for parking meters anymore. I mean, the days of of, of all the things that our kids are going to marvel at someday about how weird the universe used to be. One of them will be like, we used to keep nickels and dimes in our cars to put into parking meters, like three. You know, you get six minutes for a nickel and twelve minutes for a dime, and what. That, that people are going to not – our kids are not going to be able to believe that we had a use for those – that actual use for those things. Um, but just because it's smaller than the other ones and worth more, I feel like it, it deserves its fifth – to be my fifth pick. Yeah, it's, that was exactly the list I had it as. And I also think it is one of those things where if you are looking for like something like 17 cents in order – so that you don't have to deal with any more coins and you happen to be carrying coins with you, which you know both of those scenarios are not – realistic but you know if you buy something and it's you know four dollars and 17 cents and you have a five and you can like find 17 cents and you're looking through your things and you see a dime then there is like that moment like hey that almost gets me there you know that right. that that dime almost gets me there so that's the only value and and the fact that it's kind of cute and small and 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 all of that and you know and it's 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 got its uh 
you know, it's it's got its, uh, you know, it's Franklin Roosevelt on it. I mean, that's kind of cool. So uh, I read a book about um, about Rockefeller and Rockefeller used to uh, hand out dimes to people like that was a sort of his thing was like he would like if a cute little girl like came up and said like, hello, Mr. Rockefeller. Nice day, isn't it? He would go like, here, take a dime. And he like, got dimes. But the funny thing was, you know, this started like in the 19th century. And then when he was like 87 years old and it was like way later, he would still tip people with dimes and people would be like, thanks, Rockefeller. Like, <laughs> like the richest man in the world. Like he hadn't updated his, his, uh, his coin, his tipping. And so he was still giving <laughs> dimes long past the time when a dime meant anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. The dime. All right. So look, th- there's nothing left on the board. There's nothing left on the board. But I am going to go for a quirky choice at number 10. Not quirky in the sense of like, because there's nothing left. There's nothing good. Uh, no. And I'm not going with the $2 bill because it's nonsense. It's pointless and I hate it. Uh, it it's, they're, 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 there's the sort of weirdness of it, but I hate it. And you can't go with anything over the 100 because it's not, not real. So I am going to go, surprisingly for me, uh, with the penny. I'm going with the penny over the nickel, even though I think the penny should have been abolished many, many, many years ago. Um, but I'm still going with the penny over the nickel, and here's why. The nickel is ridiculous, okay? It's way too big. It's way too inflated for its own, like, worth. It's only worth, you know, five cents. It's bigger than the dime. It's about as big as the quarter. The only thing you ever get out of a nickel is disappointment because you're like, hey, it's a quarter. It's not a quarter. It's a nickel. So nickels stink. I hate nickels. Uh, I don't like pennies really anymore, and I don't like the fact that pennies uh, are everywhere. They just end up. You know, you just have them and you don't want them. And I don't like pennies in any way. But the two things that pennies have going for them. One, the, the, the need a penny, got a penny, give a penny. It's like the last bit of true, like, giving in America. It's like that little yeah. ashtray where they're like, you know what? You need a penny? Just take it. Take them all if you need them, you know? In order so you don't have to carry around horrible coins take these pennies that others have left for you so there's something very warm about that i they they would never do that with nickels because nickels are so selfish so so i love that aspect of the penny that 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 it is one thing that totally brings us together if i'm standing in line and i need a penny to to get like to the to the to the so i don't have to deal with more coins the person behind me will give me that penny Without without even thinking about it. They're like, well, I have a penny. Here you go. So I yeah. love that it brings generosity out of people. So that's one thing. The other thing, I like the fact that it's a totally different color. It doesn't even pretend like it's a coin. It's just like, yeah, I'm just a copper piece of nothing. But I'm here, you know. It's like, this is, this is who I am. Uh, the fact that Abe Lincoln gets another thing is kind of cool. So I like that also. Um, it's a horrible Number 10, but I think it's the best choice on the board. It, it is. It's kind of nice. There's something kind of cool about how it's the ultimate reduction of the concept of currency, right? It's like, it doesn't, this is it. This is the small, there's no biggest, you could make a trillion dollar bill or right. a quadrillion dollar bill. You can't make anything smaller than a penny. It doesn't exist. Nope. I mean, it exists. I guess it used to exist in England or any, or something, but a penny is, this is it. This is as small as it gets in terms of the way that we conduct our business in a capitalist society. Um, and I like that. I also think it has exactly one good use, which is if you are in front of a fountain with your kids 
and you, you say like, do you here throw this penny in and make a wish? And there's something cool about passing a fountain and seeing a million billion pennies in the bottom of the fountain. Cause it gives you this feeling of like, Oh, all these probably mostly kids like stood here and made a wish probably for some toy they want or something, but who cares? They made a wish and they threw a penny into a fountain. And there, I think there's something very sort of sweet about the fact that we still do that in, in this country and in other countries that it's like, let's take a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of money and flick it into a fountain and make a wish. I like that. Other than that, it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like the point you're making. I had not really even thought of this. Kids, certainly my girls and, and, and I suspect your children and, and hopefully everybody who's listening would feel the same way. The, the endless fascination with throwing coins into a fountain. Yeah. Endless. My girls, from the time they were whatever, they, they wanted money that they could throw into water. I don't know what, they, they were never fascinated with throwing rocks into water or anything like that. But, oh my gosh, Dad, do you have any pennies so I can throw these into the water? So, there is something magical. And by the way, throwing nickels in the water just stinks. Boy, do I hate the nickel. The nickel is totally, just, there's nothing. There's nothing positive I can say about the nickel. Um. Just to it, not that it really matters, but if you total up the amount of money for each of us in this draft, I had one hundred and seventy dollars and thirty five cents, <laughs> and you had seventeen dollars and one cent. I feel like I won. I feel like mathematically I won. You you, you did win mathematically, going with the hundred and the fifty uh, and the twenty. You went with the three highest uh, things, and I think that just goes to show how selfish you are. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> materialistic and, and uh, I'm just saying it's all about money for you. That's all I'm saying. Um, so I really believe. Now you tell me if I'm wrong. I really believe we set a record for the least amount of actual knowledge that we have passed on. I don't know, man. I mean, we've said that a lot of times. Yeah, we have, and boy, the games yeah. won. You know, Keith Law is still killing us over our games draft. That's fine. He can have his his like crazy complicated. <laughs> Brainiac game, like I don't, I don't care. Go, go crazy, Keith. <laughs> Do whatever you want. We, we're not. We were never pretending that we were in your league. So it, I, I'm, I'm immune to his, to his criticisms. I agree with you. I agree with you. And by the way, he would have taken the penny earlier. I just know that. I don't know. I don't know Keith's particular, you know, thoughts on currency. But I just feel like he's a penny guy. I feel like he would have some crazy advanced scouting that shows that the penny is actually most valuable. <laughs> he would kill us both in this draft. <laughs> you know, Keith's smarter than us. I get it, okay? And, and he doesn't have to flaunt it by playing his little super complicated games, okay? We, we know. We know. Keith, we love you, but we, we don't know how to play those games. So but also know. leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as always, thank you, Michael. 